trending again. Sit down, have a coffee, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Trending Again. I'm Bridget. I'm Ben. And welcome to our Halloween special. Sit down, relax, and get ready for sensations that you've never had before, darling. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Training Again. I'm here today with Bridget. Uh, we're going to be do- talking a little bit about Halloween-y stuff, like spooky stuff, um, in celebration of the upcoming Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, and uh, we've, we've got some interesting stories. So uh, I showed Bridget last night an uh, app called Randonautica, and we kind of just started watching these compilation videos. Anyway, I was explaining to her that um, there was a video of these teens on TikTok. It's a couple of years old now, but um, they found like a suitcase. So we'll quickly watch like a um, listen to a bit of news about that and then we'll uh, commentate a little bit on that. That sounds pretty good, Ben. I think we'll go ahead and do that. What started as a fun adventure ended with a very grisly discovery. Some teens who were using a TikTok app that randomly generates a nearby location to explore got to the location. And as Amber Cogliano reports, they were shocked by what they found. These teens are about to make a gruesome discovery. Guys, we found a suitcase at the They were exploring a remote part of a beach in Seattle when they came across the mysterious black luggage. At first, they had no idea what was inside, which is why they could be heard joking around in the video. Wait, open it. It stinks, y'all. Suddenly, as they poked open the suitcase with a stick, the smell became overwhelming. And only then did they realize something sinister might be inside. Okay, so she's calling the police so we can see if it's actually a dead body or it's just... When cops got there, they confirmed the presence of human remains in the trash bag stuffed inside the suitcase. So how did the teens end up here at this specific location where they found the suitcase? They were directed there by a smartphone app called Randonautica. The app has exploded in popularity among young people Mm. during the last few months. Thanks to the COVID-19 lockdown, it's supposed to be a fun new way to explore the world around you by sending you randomly selected geographic coordinates. Joshua Langfelder created the app and says he never expected anyone to find a dead body. How did you react when you heard the news? I was shocked and surprised. Um, We reached out to the teens and made sure that they were okay and let them know that That wasn't what we intended. It's an unfortunate coincidence. The medical examiner is working to identify the remains and determine a cause of death. Another bag of human remains was found floating in the ocean nearby. One teen called the experience so traumatic it changed my life. She's calling the police. Imagine that. Like, imagine that. Something that you thought, like, like they said, it takes you to a random location. Mm. But it's amazing the amount of experiences people have had with this app. Um, there's there's one that I wanted to show you, which I couldn't find yesterday. 
but there's this girl and she ends up going down this little trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah. She doesn't really see anything, but she thinks she hears voices and she kind of runs runs back to the car and drives off. And yep. people in the video, uh, like people that have watched the video, have pointed out they could see like little children's faces Wow! Uh, in the background. And she ended up watching back on the video and like freaking out. So she ended up going back to the Second time, why you go back, I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so she she decided to go back a second time and have the same thing happen again. But there've been so there's been so many different things happen through this app, but this is probably the most insane thing I've seen yeah. through Random Nautica. Wow. Yeah. It's um yeah, it's very concerning. Um all the you know, suspicion around this app and what it's possible of possible to do to people. And yeah, wow. So anyway, um, Halloween. <sighs> uh, the history of Halloween. What can we say about that? Um, as far as I'm concerned, you know, it's a spooky holiday, you know, trick or treat. I'm not even a big fan of Halloween, to be honest with you. Like, I think it's quite a scary day of, um, if you're superstitious. Uh, so Halloween, Day of the Dead, when spirits can visit us and we can visit them almost, like, you know, um, yeah. yeah, Day of the Dead. It's um, it's coming up on, what is it, Monday? Monday. Monday, yeah. 31st, I think. 31st. Yeah. yeah, I think, you know, Halloween is such a um, controversial, Controversial topic, really, isn't it? Um, yeah, for a especially lot of for um, like obviously religious groups, they they obviously dislike it. Obviously, mm. <laughs> um, with that, like because you got witchcraft, witchcraft, and you've yeah. got um, demon spirits. You know, and it is a very controversial. I, I think it's fun, and um, personally, I'm not really a big fan of horror. Horror films, but they, um, yeah, they I, I think trigger they, our emotions, don't they? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, when we so. watch them, um, especially like true, true crime, true horror that you see in movies that kind of make, you know, make you step back and think, wow, like there is some serious real evil in this world. Oh, for That's, sure, yeah, because you can get like literal real life crimes that mm. are more horrific than literally what's put in horror films. Mm. It's amazing um, what extent people can go to and uh, it's, it's hard to even fathom how they get to a place like that to be able to carry out those kind of crimes. Yeah, well, um, you know, the Amateurville horror, that was a true story. Yeah. Uh, John DeFeo or something, was was that his name? And he sort of like started hearing voices in the house telling him to kill his family. That's pretty, pretty horrific. Is that like schizophrenia or something, I think? Um, I think that's, um... Well, yeah, I mean, they like if he had a mental illness or if there was like a presence in the house that was, you know, controlling him, we don't know. We don't know for sure. But I do know that um, in the movie a lot of the creepy things that happen in the house happen at 3 a.m., which is um, 
don't know. Maybe there's some sort of significant meaning behind 3 a.m., like early in the morning. Maybe that's like a time when spirits are more, you know. Active. Active. Yeah, yeah perhaps. Be, yeah. Perhaps that could be the case. So maybe it doesn't even have to necessarily be ha- Halloween day because that's when they think are the, what would you call it, like basically the barrier between the living and the dead is at mm. its thinnest. But may- maybe it's not on Halloween day. Maybe it's just literally at its uh Fitness levels at that time in the morning, 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, because um, you've got obviously like your YouTubers that go around and do ghost hunting. Mm. You've got ghost hunting tours. Like they don't specifically go just on Halloween, do they? No, they no. Overnight, like, yeah. you know, to try and catch our ghost yeah. activity or paranormal activity, as they would say. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's... Stranger things have happened, you know. Strange things happen every day. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, keep those eyes open, people. Keep those eyes open. Watch out for Casper, the friendly ghost. Watch out for the Ranak. What is it? Randagana, Ghana, whatever <laughs> the app is. Randagana. You were so keen to go for a drive last night. You're like, I want to see if it works. And you were so keen. I'm like, oh, I'm not. I was. I wanted to see if it would take us to a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> or like. I'm like, there's like, uh, no way I'm following that up. Or like after, a deserted church or something. After the amount of videos I have watched of that app, I was like, no, I'm not even going to goddamn download it. <laughs> and then I'm like, maybe, maybe I am superstitious. I'm a bit like uh, that Stevie Wonder song, very superstitious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, quote Stevie Wonder at a time like this. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're walking blind on a podcast. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, well, what else can we talk about about Halloween? Um, so... Yeah, there's private mediums that, you know, do one-on-one consultations with people. Um, You know, they go to people's houses and talk about relatives that have passed on. Um, Like there's that Long Island Island medium girl. Um, She goes to people's places and she says, you know, give me some details about the deceased person and – you know, maybe I can, like, listen to the other world. I don't know. She obviously has a spiritual connection, a spiritual to, connection to what's going to on the in the side, other realm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she, um, she's good at that, you know. She's good at sp- she's, she's helped solve some crimes, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's She's big. Big in America, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's not really big over here. And actually, now that we're talking about America and Australia, it's interesting to see that you know Halloween really wasn't big in Australia like what six years ago, and now all of a sudden it's sort yeah, of yeah, it's really grown come in, in popularity. But um, what what really made it popular? Like, it didn't obviously start off as trick or treating. It's kind of worked its way over thousands of years from being like a um, ritual from the Celts, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so, but they never really, they didn't obviously go around. They had like this kind of spiritual 
Uh, it was kind of that, that's right, it was that renewed day mm, yep. of, for the year, for their harvest. Yeah. So that's kind of where it started and then it kind of just grew and grew through all these phases of to being where people were celebrating the dead mm. and then Hollywood took fascination with this um, Day of the Dead basically yeah. and commercialised it, I guess, by uh, – promoting it in movies and it just keeps growing and growing and growing to where it's becoming a global yeah well the candy celebration kind of like uh your, your christmas and your easter yeah well the candy companies are doing you know that yeah. roaring trade oh <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. the lolly companies that's um it's their biggest time of the year halloween yeah <laughs> 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 I reckon a Halloween party would be fun. Do you like dressing up? Um, yeah, yeah. So, like, um, costumes are fun. I think if you if you do, you know, people have to take the time to make them and stitch them up and, you know, like you've got to be creative in your costumes, I suppose, if you're going to go on the town as Batman and Robin or, um, you know, Spider-Man or... You know, there's so many different costumes people can wear to hide themselves on what Halloween What do you night. like? Do you, do you kind of like when they um, create their own? Because some people do their own from scratch or, or you can obviously just buy one off of Well, yeah, I mean if. eBay, like, like would, you, would you be more of a person just to jump on eBay, just buy the costume already made or do you think you, you like taking the risk and, and uh, like, you know, creating it yourself? I think I'd just go to a costume store, yeah. like a local yeah. costume store. Yeah, here's here, here's oh, 10 bucks. Can yeah. I borrow this tonight? <laughs> yep. Does it have the straps and the zip? Awesome. Okay, <laughs> or, or, hey, like, I mean, some people are really into, like, makeup artistry. So, yeah, like, yeah. you know, some people go to, you know, Halloween parties, like where there's, like, a DJ rave and, you know, they'll do their whole body and face makeup, just do the whole bit. And, I mean, they look great, you know, really put in the extra features and, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the costumes. Yeah, that, so that's my that's so my if, take on Halloween if, costumes if you, and candy. If you were to pick something right now, what you wanted to dress up as, have you got anything on the top of your head? Oh, Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> to like, infinity well, if, and beyond. <laughs> if you're going to be Buzz, I might as well be Bloody Woody. There's <laughs> a snake in my boot. <laughs> <laughs> Too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So I'll be I'll be Buzz because I've got a buzz right now. <laughs> oh, dear. Is that because you're busy as a bee? Is that why you got such a buzz? No, it's because I'm drinking lemonade. Oh, fair it's the sugar high. That's the sugar high. <laughs> the sugar high, mate. The sugar high. So, uh, Ben, what's a what's a Halloween classic movie that really took your fancy when you were younger? I really like Hocus Pocus. Me too. Yeah. Um, Have you watched the new one? Have you watched Hocus Pocus two yet? No. You need to get on that. I haven't. I actually really liked it. Um, I, I don't think it's as good as the first, but it's still really good. Like, I really enjoyed it. I Is had it? so much fun. Who were the it's, leads? Who were the leads the original, in Hocus Pocus? It's the three original actresses. Oh, so Bette Midler and... Yeah, um, and the two girls. Sarah, what's her name? 
let me look up. Let me look up these names. No, it's Bette Midler, and then it's Sarah Jessica Parker, who was actually in Sex in the City. She plays the blonde bird, and I can't remember the chubby girl with the brown hair. Can't remember. <laughs> can't remember her. But um, no, Hocus Pocus was a great film when I was yeah, growing so up. Yeah, Jeff, Halloween. Sarah Jessica Parker. Yep. And that uh, other girl's name is Kathy Najimi. I think that's how you say it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll so, go with that. So, so yeah, Bat Midler, but obviously they got new kids in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm assuming the, uh, what's the zombie's name? Can you think of the zombie's name? Hmm. No, I can't think of it. Oh, Billy. Billy, Billy the zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Billy. Billy. Yeah, so he, he's back too. <laughs> oh, I loved him in the first yeah, yeah, one. He's back as well. So the only new casting is the new kids. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so what did you like most about Hocus Pocus 1? Because that was my favourite and I know it pretty much off by heart. Okay, I want to hear your favourite parts. Um, I actually want to rewatch because I need to re. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, because um, Hocus Pocus Two is fresh in my mind. Yeah, I just recently yeah, yeah. It. But I, I obviously, yeah, I really like Hocus Pocus mm. One as well. But yeah, uh, I love Billy from the first one as well. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's really funny in the second as well. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, there's nothing better than like a dead guy coming out of the ground, like he's coming back for revenge. <laughs> it's like my life was bad and now I'm coming back to make it even worse. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, in the second one they actually have um, a musical part. Okay. It. So you know that song One Way or Another? One Way yeah, or yeah. Another. So, so yeah. Bette Midler, and actually she was really good in that because she's uh, – 70-something? Mm, yeah, yeah. She's getting on. Uh, and, uh, yeah, she had, like, this dance number where they come out and they start enchanting everyone. Okay. Yeah. Stage, so. Well, in the in the first one they did something similar. similar um, but in the in the first movie, uh, Bette Midler did I Put a Spell on You. Yeah. Which is, um, I mean, that one probably, for me, blended in more with the fact that they were witches and they were casting a spell. Yeah, yeah. So, um yeah, I I really loved Hocus Pocus one. The casting was great. Um, it was set in Salem. Yeah. Um, which which I'm pretty sure it's set in the same place this time around as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, yeah. I really liked Hocus Pocus one. It was um, it was a good it was a good children's family scary movie. Halloween movie, yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, the new the new one obviously um, a cop cop some flat from <laughs> some religious communities mm. for, for obviously witchcraft reasons. Same as Harry Potter, mm. like Harry Harry Potter because it has magic and witchcraft in it. They take issue with it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't even know what that up. No, that's okay. Look, no, Harry Potter is um it's it's witchcraft. It's um it is sort of relatable to Halloween because a lot of people do dress up like Harry, Hermione, and Hagrid and Voldemort. 
in Halloween for costumes and yeah, for parties yeah. and stuff like I that. Think, so it is relative. That's that's the magic part. That, yeah, and obviously it's been controversial for hundreds of years, probably thousands of years. Yeah, yeah. Like going definitely. back, you've, you've had like um, the witch trials in, as you say, in Salem and stuff like that. Mm. So I, 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 I kind of swing. Both ways, I'm like, could it be real? But at other times, I'm like, I think it's just a psychological thing. Like, if you're thinking about it, like last night, we did like a practice run of this um, recording, Mm -hmm. and you and I were starting to get like really eerie last night. Yes. Like, like you're looking around. I was scared. (laughs) I was after we watched those flipping videos of ghosts and things moving. I I was the same, and you're like, because I was freaking out first and you're like, um, oh, you're getting scared, aren't you? And then, <laughs> then, then um, like, you were laughing and basically, like, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And no, but like, I actually, I was actually then, sitting in the chair and I thought I heard, like, something ringing in my ear. That's why I was, like, looking around because I, yeah. I, it's like I almost heard a voice or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> like. So, I could have so, sworn so I had something. See. Or maybe it was just my psychological mind going, someone's talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I mean no. by that psychological thing because you're watching something scary and you're thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. And, and you, your mind, as you know, can play trick. Mm. You, you get like hallucinations when you're in the desert, like, you know, um, People see what do you call them? Mirages. Mirages. Yes. Yes. So the human brain is capable of such. Mm. Um, Hey Ben, have you ever played a Ouija board? No, I haven't. Have you? No, I haven't. Um, Anyway, I think we should look up some Ouija board stories, Ben, for the channel. I absolutely have it right now. So let's see what they've got okay. to say. This is 13 spooky Ouija board stories that will give you chills. We, uh, we won't go through all 13. No, no. We'll just read maybe a couple. Briefly um, look into it. So <clears throat> that this is uh, through rd.com. I might, I'll, I'll link this. Um, on our Training Again Facebook page. Yep. So um, it starts off saying, any believer in ghosts and the supernatural will tell you their golden rule. Don't play with Ouija boards. Don't play them. Opening up a Ouija board, they say, is like opening up a portal to the other side. Sure, it could connect you with a deceased grandparent, but more likely than not, it's bound to invite an unwanted spirit. Into your midst. Oh, I definitely believe that. Scary. And and once that connection is open, it may be very difficult to close. No matter how much you'd like that that pointer to land on goodbye. Mm. That's one theory anyway. Yeah, so I think with the Ouija board, you put place your finger on a um on a sort of yeah, like it's no, no, it's like a triangle. It's like a triangle piece. Um, you have a look. There's a picture up there. Yeah, and yeah. anyway, yeah, it it'll move. Like you sort of just place your finger on it, and it's supposed to move by itself. The triangle to like letters to spell out something like hi or something like that. Yeah, pretty creepy stuff. But apparently, 
there, there have been real stories about it. But anyway, let's continue to read sure. this and hear what they have to say. The more scientific explanation for how a Ouija board really works and the resulting creepy Ouija board stories is a psychological concept called the idiometer. Oh, idiomotor, sorry. Effect. This is a studied phenomenon in which your body is said to move according to your subconscious will. So, yes, while your bigger sister may be intentionally messing with you, there is also the possibility that she is actually guiding the tear-shaped uh, planchette without even realising. Yeah, that's the triangle thing. <laughs> I, think, I think that's how you say it, planchette. Mm. Uh, whichever notion <laughs> you subscribe to. Hey. Do you want me to read it, Ben? He's struggling. You can, you can read it. Whichever notion you subscribe to, everyone loves freaky Ouija board stories. And when it's time for Halloween or good old-fashioned slumber party, that's why Reader's Digest asks people from all over the country to share their own mysterious experiences with the spooky board game. Judge for yourself whether they are childish pranks or sinister sciences. Yes, that's what I said, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Then check out these scary Halloween stories that really happened. Oh, interesting. Okay, so our first story is called Hexed. I'm going to let you read it. Do you want me to go forward with it? Justin played with a Ouija board one day with several of his friends. They asked questions, but instead of placing the planchette moving to certain letters, it began to move in a strange pattern. It went to all four corners of the board and made an X. The 32-year-old from New Jersey resident tells Reader's Digest, then it went in circles. The next time he used the board, it was with a different friend at his house. Again, the planchette moved in the same strange pattern. I felt like it was some kind of hex, he continues. Later that night, when he was sleeping, he felt a forceful hand grab his arm and wake him up in the middle of the night. Everyone else in the house was sound asleep. Ooh, that's scary, isn't it, Ben? You got chills. I am looking for a less, looking for a less freaky. What is that word? Foray into the supernatural. Mm, Okay, let's keep going down and see what other stories they have there, Ben. Ghastly glitch. No, keep going. going. I don't like that one. Keep going. Ooh, let's try the open circle. That looks a bit spooky. When Vince, now 30, was a child, one of his friends go out and him into playing with a Ouija board in his basement. Ooh, this looks like a good story, Ben. (laughs) Young Vince didn't expect anything out of the ordinary to happen, so he went along with it. Once they started to play, however, the lights began to flicker. That's so scary. The air around them grew cold. Oh, and a spirit began to communicate with them through the board. 
the spirit spelled out a Russian name and claimed he had been murdered. What, Ben? Are you serious? This is crazy. That's insane. This is this is this is I'm spooky. Like I am too. Like this is real. I've All got, right. I've got some goosebumps on my arm. Oh my Can god! You see my hands standing up. Oh my goodness! It's amazing. <sighs> we took a break to make some some pizza rolls. Vince says, but we forgot to close the circle when we were done. Oh. If you're new to Ouija board stories, that's a giant no-no not to close the circle. After returning to the basement, the energy was much heavier. The books and things were sprawled out on the floor and yet the board remained perfectly still in the centre of the room, just how they had left it. Upon looking at a mirror, that we had nearby, the eye of the Ouija board was moving sporadically in its reflection. Mm. Wow. I'd be like running. That's. You just wouldn't want to hope that spirit follows you elsewhere, eh? That is is something else, Ben. I mean, like, could you imagine that, like, coming down to a basement after not closing off a Ouija board and seeing all these books on the ground and, you know, the room's almost trashed, like, by some ghosts. Like, okay, we could, we could, we could look at this and we could say, how do we know it's true? That's true. But, yeah. you know, I'm also looking at it and I'm thinking, well, you know what? My friend had a real experience with the Ouija board, so for me... I'm really taking this quite seriously. So let's scroll down and see what else they have to say. Sure. Oh, okay. There's another story here. Let's read it. A haunted housewarming. This will be good. The first time I used a Ouija board, I was about six or seven and I was with my mum and older sister who was about 15 at the time, page now 24. The family had just moved into a new house, much bigger and much older than the one they lived in previously. That night, Paige, her mother and her sister were eating a pizza on the living room floor. I like a good pizza. Since they didn't have all the furniture set up yet, and they put on a fire to ease the chill of the fall air. After dinner, her sister pushed her mum to let them play with their old Ouija board. Oof. This just gives me chills, Ben. Like this is this is scary stuff. As we were using it, Paige recounts a box in the living room that had some books in it literally flew across the room. Wow. Shortly after that, the fire explicitly went out. And their mother was so shaken that she took the girls to the grandmother's house to spend the night. If this story doesn't convince you to skip the Ouija board and opt for one of those Halloween movies for kids and said, we don't know what will. Well, we just mentioned one before that you could opt for as mm. uh, Hocus Pocus. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You could yeah, watch enjoy, Hocus Pocus. Enjoy a nice family Halloween movie instead of letting demons or ghosts in your house or poltergeists or whatever. Or you, you could follow the Randa Nordia app. 
They've ran an Odicar out. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and find some dead bodies or, <laughs> or ghosts. It is intriguing, I have to admit. It's very intriguing. I'm loving these Ouija build stories. Let's go one more. Scroll right, down. Sure. Further down. No, keep going. Ooh, Dorm Hall Morgue. This looks interesting. When Tommy was a freshman in college, he and his dorm mates took out a Ouija board and had a threatening encounter with some very dark spirits. The dorm hall used to be a morgue. Wow, that now, is heavy. Now that would be creepy. That would be, <laughs> I imagine, or, well, a morgue is basically a graveyard. Yeah. Well, so I was going to say imagine playing in the graveyard, but it's basically a morgue. Well, no, I'll, well, a morgue is where they take dead bodies yeah, to body. operate on them. Oh, okay. That's it's not really it's yeah, it's a, a morgue is where they sort of, you know sort them before they sort go them out. Them. Yeah, yeah. Before so they are either ashes. This or- could have been a haunted morgue where they've yeah, sort of like done the bodies up and um yeah, creepy. Anyway, let's keep the story going. Yeah, so it used to be an old morgue, says the twenty five year old New Yorker. It was the perfect setting for a goof night with her friends. He thought, but they failed to realize how serious it could get. All right. The planchette triangle began to move on the board, and the spirit communicated to them that 83 demons would come for them. The next thing you know, the dorm is haunted, and the girls can't sleep because stuff was turning on and off and messing with them. So they had a priest come in to bless the room. It was good afterwards, he added. That's why don't mess with the Ouija boards anymore. Mm. Interesting. That would definitely be a a killer, eh, to using that. Yeah. I mean, look, I think that there is some sort of power in the Ouija board because I tell you what, a lot of people don't want to play them, you know. I I don't think I'd be game. I wouldn't go on that random audio trip. There's no <laughs> way I'm going to play with a Ouija board. I mean, look, it, it's, but, yeah. Yeah. How, how would you feel like if we were to go do, because they obviously have ghost tours through jails and mm. stuff, maybe we could go do a ghost tour. And, it would be I, interesting. I, 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 I feel like you're probably not very likely to experience something, but you never know. Yeah, it's true. You never know. Oh, wow. You know, it's just. Halloween's just been such a big topic, hasn't it, Ben? Yeah, it's huge. Absolutely. So much to talk about and um, obviously very, very spooky. Um, mm. Yeah, so how, how do you feel? Yeah. I just feel like we've learnt so much about Halloween and, you know. Um, we've spent the last couple of days, like, watching videos Brushing um, up yeah, on knowledge, brushing yes. Brushing up our knowledge and, yeah, do you feel like you're really knowledgeable about Halloween now? Oh, look, I think there's always more to learn about the dead. There's always more to learn about um, the spiritual realm. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I've had a lot of fun with you on this podcast and thanks for joining me. Um, you're obviously going to be in future episodes with me from now on. Um, pretty awesome first episode for you. You smashed it. Um, I've been... 
doing these episodes solo, struggling through the reading, and you fucking nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, thank I, you for I, that. I, I think, yeah. I really appreciate you. I think it's been a very successful episode, and thank you for having me on the show. Awesome. Welcome to the show, and I'm sure the uh, listeners are going to love you. I hope so. So uh, if you, before we go, if uh, you want, you can find our, our podcast on Facebook. Um, yeah, Facebook, I, I have a link to everywhere it is, Spotify, Apple Music, and all the other places the podcast goes to. So I usually leave a link on our Facebook. That's the best place to follow us. We have a TikTok as well, uh, trending, trending again everywhere. So anyway, we'll see you in the next episode. Do you have anything more you want to add, Bridget? No, I think um, I think we've said it all, Ben. I think we've covered it all. Awesome. See you guys in the next episode. Till then, bye-bye. Thanks, guys.